Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, good morning, L.A. What is going on here? There's there it is. I think mine's better. Well, Emily, I think the originator, right? It takes so many things from the Kamenetsky brothers that I'm just gonna claim this is my own now. No, we we Lame have spent pie. we've spent our entire careers getting stolen from, so this is nothing new, Emily. <laughs> and adds, I try to credit you occasionally. To the list. Well, no, hey, it just morning, it just brother. means Emily that you're assimilating oh, yeah. yourself well to the ESPN environment because <laughs> yes. everyone just takes from us. Okay, yeah. so as you can tell here, uh, Travis um, is not here today, and <laughs> Travis. As yeah. everybody asked us yesterday yeah, and that tweeted was... at us all day yesterday. It's like, you know, sorry, we can't help it. Let me tell you my favorite part about Trav yesterday, that even though his voice was going, he's like, well, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere, okay? And until Greg had to come in and basically say, you've just basically been fired for the rest of this afternoon, but you're employed again moving forward, um, <laughs> he wasn't going to leave. He... Go ahead, Jorge. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead okay, so here's what I was going to say. I, I was curious, a couple people on Twitter was hitting us and saying that, well, Trav likes doing a lot of those impersonations. He likes using other people's voice, some voices. Or an animal. Or an animal, which, by the way, it's it's a completely different... Every voice is different. Every animal is different. Oh. It's, it's, one of his great, it's one of his great talents. Like, a lot of people walk around and say, Trav, hey, your Dodger takes amazing. Hey, what you said about Lakers and Russ, awesome, really, really good. But hey, can you give me that peacock noise one more time? <laughs> Do the messy. I, I'm sure he runs into that uh, quite often. Uh, what well, we're trying uh, to figure uh, out. <laughs> what we're trying to get to the bottom of here. I like carbohydrates. Is which one of his voices took him out? Because the man will work under any condition. And this morning he can't do it because of one of the 64 different impersonations that he does during the week. So it's like multiple personalities, but it's all just vocal. Like it's the same personality, but his multiple personalities just come in the form of either a bird or some sports figure. Yeah. Or He's like the Bill Hader of this station. You know, Bill Hader and SNL could do any impression at any time. He's yeah. the Bill Hader of the station. So something and took Trav out. I'm going to have a drink, and I'm going to go to dinner, and I'm going to go to bed early, and there's nothing you can do to get me to watch Messi. And uh, I, everybody is thinking that might be the one. Because, Em, I think you were saying, was it on Wednesday you were talking about Wednesday, the time? The last hot and cold, because we did Times People of the Year. I mentioned Taylor Swift, but then we mentioned that the sports person was, was messy. messy. Yeah. And then Trav went on, like, uh, usually if Trav's going to do Messi. He might do it for maybe 15, 20 yeah. seconds. And he usually does a warm-up. Get does warm-up, yeah, something like that. This time, I didn't have a stopwatch, but I think he went like two, three minutes. And, and we I tried were, to stop him. Yes, we were all telling him like, okay, Trav, that's it. We got it. Well, that's only going to make Trav want to do it even more. So I think we found out that the culprit here is his messy voice. His messy voice took him out. He got greedy. He got greedy. He, he flew too close to the sun, yeah. and he got burnt. I'm leaving and Alex is downstairs, the security guard downstairs. Alex, he's like, hey, what happened to Travis? I'm like, I don't know. What what, did he say? He said, hey, Travis, what's going on? He's like, oh, 
They told me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a sample of how bad he sounded yesterday? I didn't actually uh, hear I'll, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because don't yeah, worry. We didn't have him do a RAND support. We didn't have him do a Lucky. We're like, we don't need people hearing that all over the weekend. Yeah. And his voice would like, he said when he cleared his throat, good to go, he's back. But then about three seconds later, it was back to what it was. So we, we'll get that. The other kind of conspiracy theory here is we did a super crosstalk a couple days ago, and Trav asked you a question mm-hmm. about, he said something that um, he was trying to figure out what topic that you guys were having, and it came down to that it was cigarettes and it was smoking. Yeah. Oh, the topic was things that used to be cool that are no longer considered oh, yeah. cool culturally. Yeah. Smoking is a big one. Smoking right. culturally used to be super cool. Still kind of cool. No, it's not anymore. Eh, it, it, you friends. are, you are looked. Are you a secret smoker, Emily? Are you a social smoker? We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> that's a yes. <laughs> I mean, that's clearly get a into yes. It, then we just got the answer to it. Yeah. I mean, so so you were so you were. That was the conversation because remember, Trav said, "Hey." Did you was that the topic and you guys said that I'm not cool right like something that used to be cool and he's like did you say that did BK say that I don't I remember either Twitter I think yeah. it was Twitter because I don't remember either one of us saying that yeah but since that moment then Trav starts talking about somebody that he used to work with back in the day when he was super young at a TV station and it was a guy that smoked. And drank scotch, mm-hmm. and that's how the guy got his voice like his gravel that. voice. So yeah. part of me ABC also thought and, uh, Santa Barbara. So part of me also thought that you kind of uh, were part of the conspiracy theory that you got Trav out of here for a day. Get you another day on the show. <laughs> I mean, look, man, it's kind of genius. Clocking paychecks. It's kind of genius when you think about it. Um, Four dimensional chess, baby. Okay. Also, y'all, I just got uh, triggered by Good Morning Football because they replayed that fourth and two where Mitch Trubisky was like. F it, George Pickens is down there somewhere and threw a goal route on fourth and two when all you needed was a field goal to tie the game against the freaking Patriots. Where were they in the uh, on the field? It was like I want I, I think it's like the forty seven, like their forty seven. Yeah. So, but you you need two yards and you get the would, first down. Keep the, there keep was a minute fifty five left on the clock. Yeah. It's not like they were had. 10 seconds left on the clock to get down there. It's absolutely infuriating. This team, I hate this team. I love this team, okay. but I hate this team. Did the, did the in-season tournament cause this? I did not watch, and I know it was different because it was the Lakers. And, this and is, you're working. You and, know. And, and it's the semifinal game, everything else. I forgot that the Thursday night game was even on. I only Twitter remembered. Twitter didn't forget. I only, I only, you're right about that. That's how I saw it. I only remembered literally because... They said the final score was 21-18 or whatever it was. I remembered because the over-under was one of the lowest, um, I think it was 30, 30 and a half. 30 and a half. Something like that. That's the only reason why I remembered. Did the in-season tournament knock out the NFL for a night, or am I was I just in my own little world? I think it was much more Bailey, Zapp, and Mitch Trubisky knocking out the <laughs> Thursday night football game. Yeah. Like, do, you know, do you know how little of interest there has to be to go on to make Patriots – Steelers, like oh, two of the awful. Tiffany franchises oh. of the Tiffany League in America, North American sports. Was it one of the best matchups for a decade? Yeah, right. You look at that and go like, I'm not watching yeah, that. Yeah, I have no interest. None. Yeah, I have no interest at all. Two coaches that maybe should be on their way out, uh, that are very good coaches, that will get wow. a job in an instant, but maybe should be on their way out. Wow. Just change of scenery, guys. Change of scenery. Tomlin would have a job in 38 seconds. So would Bill Belichick. They both would have jobs in a second, yeah. and but that doesn't mean that they don't need a change of scenery in yep. both locations, because sometimes this doesn't work.
and Dean Spanos would probably say, no, nah, these two aren't good enough. I got a guy. I got my <laughs> own guy that I have. These guys yeah. don't have any history. But, yeah, it's just it's absolutely frustrating. But, like you said, it, maybe it was the in-season tournament, tournament overriding this, or it's just yep. that you guys love basketball. Mike Tomlin <laughs> has not had a losing season. She wants him out. Since he's taken over this team, he's working with nothing this year. I understand. Wow. What is Pittsburgh? He also has been absolutely perfectly average for the last, what, three years? Yin's better treat him better, man. <laughs> that is awful. He's yeah, gone, literally, he's gone in eight seconds. If he's gone, he's hired in eight yes. seconds. Yes. I understand that. And I, and, but it's, there comes a point where change is necessary. I don't think the Steelers, as constructed, are going anywhere at, mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think it maybe that you need to get someone actually good quarterback, but there's been the Steelers have been rotten for a while. You've never believed in the Steelers, I think, since probably pre 2020, since probably 2018 or 2017. It's probably the last time we believed in the Steelers. All right, listen. During the 12, they were days. 12 and four in 2020. Okay, that was the <laughs> most BS 12 and four of all time. Wow. The worst, the worst 11 and 0 team in history. They were terrible. They lost to the Browns. Tomlin should not go anywhere. Or if he is going to go somewhere, I will say I. I gutless. I do understand the. Let's just change something to change it, but Tomlin is... What uh, have you done for me yeah. lately? All right, listen during the 12 days of 710 for our new morning show host, Michelle Smallman, to tell you when to call in. When she does, be call number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you could get to choose a holiday box in the 710 studio to win fabulous prizes. Will it be the Travis box, the Sliwa box, the Mace box, Ireland's box, Sedano's box, or the Cappy box, the season of winning on 710. Andy, um, what box would you pick? I would pick I would pick the Sedano and Cappy box just because if it matches the show, it's the most unpredictable box. Yeah. So it's the box that I'm it gonna It could be wa- nothing, it could be amazing. Yeah. I mean, like there could there could be anything from like bricks of gold worth like a hundred, you know, hundred million dollars or like a severed head. Like either one of those things could be in the box. <laughs> like, what's in the box? I yep. have no idea, but I I want to know but, what but is now, in their now box. Now between the two, because you only get one, is it Sedano's or is it Caps? I am mm. deathly afraid of taking Kaplan's box. <laughs> <laughs> That's you lean towards you lean towards Sedano on that one. Okay, so we we do have the clip here, and we're gonna do it coming back. Of where we feel like Travis lost his voice. Okay. We got a lot to get into. Look, DeMarco Farr is going to join us at 12.15. The in-season tournament, whatever last night was, and I'm even talking about the Bucks and the Pacers, that was a really, really cool scene. The Lakers looked absolutely fantastic. Word has it, Shohei Otani could potentially be signing anywhere at any moment. So there's a lot to get into today. Uh, make sure you stay here all day. Travis and Sleeva Show, 8K in the house, 710 ESPN. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so uh, and so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, T. Raj out today. Um, Andy Kamenitsky in. We were trying to, we played a couple different moments from the week and thought maybe this is where Trav lost his voice. If you were listening to the show yesterday, um, the man tried fighting through it. You know what I mean? This was his flu game. This was his flu game. And I would even go a step further. Like I tried carrying him, like Pippen held him when they were walking back, um, but I almost fell over. So I just, I had to just let Trav be Trav. But it's like a flu game in like the middle of November. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah. could have sat out that game. <laughs> yeah. No, but he that's not well, how look, Trav thinks. Look, Trav Travis looks at these eighty two games like every it's day is a playoff games. game for Travis. Well, Travis is a lot like Kobe or Jordan, like in the way they recognize like this one listener. Yeah. This might be the only, only opportunity this yep. listener yeah. gets to hear Travis. Mm-hmm. Travis respects that. Now, um, if you're listening on the app, you could listen anywhere. But I know where you're going with this. No, no. This I could know be where the, you're going with this. This could be the one time. That they tuned in. Yeah. And they said, oh, I don't even know what 710 ESPN is. Who's exactly. Travis and Sliwa? Exactly. The one Sliwa time. guy's an idiot. Let Ju- me just like you know, Michael Jordan and Kobe recognize that yeah. person inside the United Center or yeah. then Staples. Yep. This could be the one yeah, Trav, time they get to see me live. Trav doesn't load manage. Okay. No. You, do you got it, Jorge, from yesterday? Okay. So you wanted to take a listen. You wanted to see what he sounded like. Take a listen. These were the guys that were really awesome players. Yep. But there were always, there was always drama surrounding yeah. them, right? Yeah. There was Key and John Gruden screaming at each other. There's T.O. crying on TV or whatever it is, doing sit ups in his driveway while his agents <laughs> going, next question. It's just, it was wonderful. <laughs> I forgot about that. Tell it me that's wonderful. not a man. What was his agent's name? This Tell was me also that's in the dump, so it was late in the show. Tell me that's not a man that had some scotch and cigarettes the night before. I, look, I, I don't want to sound callous here, but do we have like proof of life that Travis is still with us? Yeah, he's, because yeah, he sounds awful. Yeah, I texted him. He morning. sounds literally on the verge of death. There, I had to check in with him, and kind of the same thing. Trav, we're you're all good, right? I notice, all I got to do is notice that if he's parked downstairs or he's not, he, it's like he's here or he's He not. sounds like a 75-year-old goat. Wait, you went to P1 already? So I'm back at P1. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm back at P1. They, they, uh, you, come on, man. No, let me tell you what happened. Nah. I'll, I'll nah, tell you, cool. you what's happening. It's okay. You don't have to. It's, Explain it's cool. the story of P1 versus <laughs> yeah, P2, on P1. P2, I get out of my car. I get out of the elevator. My car's right there. So no. they were not wrong about, there's a lot of spots Stop. at around Stop. 8 a.m. Stop. Okay? So Stop. there's a lot of spots You just switch to the dark side. <laughs> P2, I parked there for a Laker game. You ever park there at night? Nope. I'm out of here by 2. The, the <laughs> danger of getting blocked in by literally people will park anywhere, and these ushers are telling them, yeah, that's fine. It's like, no, there's a car in front. Like, you you can't, you should not be able to park there. I almost got blocked out because I almost got blocked out. Now I'm back at P1. So 
So I had a, like a very traumatizing moment there. Stop. I almost had to stay till yeah, sure. 11 o'clock again. But Travis, this happens to him every year. It happens yeah. every December, mid-December, into the holiday season. Wonder why. You might be having a good time, Travis, outside of work, but who cares? You know, last year, the Monday after the Super Bowl, remember oh, yeah. his That's voice right. then? That's right. Yeah. So Travis- It's an annual thing. Travis prepares, and we know, he told me on Monday, he was like, hey- my voice might be shopping in the week. He feels it coming, so it's it's just. He'll be ready. It's uh, the back Travis at schedule. It. He'll be ready back at it on Sunday. Okay, it's like we, Kershaw going on like IR in like July. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we got to kind of. I, I got to be honest with you, and and however you felt, you can tell me because we really haven't had an opportunity to talk about this. Whatever you thought thought of the in season tournament before, if this was something that you thought has some promise, the only person I really know that was like, trust me, this is going to work. I feel like Mike Trudell. Mike has Trudell been, was all over this. Trudell has been on the let this thing marinate. I've been on. Well, listen, I trust Adam Silver, and if you're going to try something new, okay. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What have you really lost if the in season tournament doesn't work? Then you just go back to scheduling games the way they are. I'm not going to be dramatic here, but last night watching the scene in Vegas. And seeing that you had two games kind of reminds you a little bit of like a March Madness game or something. Yeah. When I went to the Final Four in Houston, there was the San Diego State game first, and then it was Miami and uh, and Connecticut was the second game. So it kind of gave me the vibe of a, of a college basketball type of scene. You had ESPN and TNT deciding to merge their broadcasts together, which... Very fun. Really, really cool. I mean, what a unique idea. There's talent, obviously, on both sides, and now these guys, uh, the men and women, get to work together. You have a crowd behind ESPN and behind the TNT crew that made it look like, oh, this is a playoff game in June, or it's a playoff, it's the NBA Finals in June, or whatever the case is. I thought the scene yesterday, before I even get to the game, Lakers winning by 44. I thought it was one of the coolest scenes that the NBA's had. It was very, very unique, and we're in December. Look, I, I feel like at this point, if you're somebody, whether NBA fan, NBA media, whatever, that is still resisting the idea of this tournament, poo-pooing it, downplaying it, you just don't want to admit that you were wrong about it. Or you want to feel like you are above being told something is really awesome Therefore, you are going to refuse to admit that something is really awesome. But the proof is right there. And I say this as somebody who, when I heard about this, I was not against it in the beginning, but I was skeptical about how quickly it would take to become a thing. Like my take on it was always, we will know in say five to 10 years whether or not this will be a success because I think it's going to take about five to 10 years for it to start becoming part of NBA culture, and specifically, too, five to ten years for like a younger generation of NBA fan, this is what they know. Therefore, it's something they look forward to, and the stakes start to feel organic because it's what they're used to. What I did not count on at all was the players immediately buying in. Hmm. If the players buy in, everything else just falls into place and the players have clearly bought into this thing. They clearly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And they clearly care about winning it. So the idea that, okay, this was quite literally invented, it doesn't matter because this is sort of something that 
forget about, I, I occasionally forget about, these guys are competitive psychopaths. Yeah, who said I think it was Braun. Braun, right? You got all these alphas out here. And yeah. Talking about, I think it was the game against the Suns with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Yep. They are competitive mm-hmm. psychopaths. So the minute you put something within any type of framework of you get to win this, mm-hmm. you know, on top of the 500K that clearly matters to these players, and I don't blame them, $500,000 for basically doing your job. Yeah, it's still a regular season game. It's a great incentive. Like, I mean, that's that's a tenth of Torian Prince's salary mm-hmm. right there. It's like double a game check for D'Angelo Russell. But, but you need... You need LeBron and AD. You need these other guys to have to care. Well, this is something that I was in on very early, Mm -hmm. like mid. You can find the receipts around mid-November when we first started seeing the tournament. I was like, LeBron really cares about this, and I think he wants to win because if this thing eventually becomes part of NBA culture and a big deal, he wants to be remembered as the first winner and I would say likely MVP of this tournament because he recognizes there are historical ramifications potentially. Okay, I'm not trying to pour cold water on it, but I'm going to play something out for you and you tell me what you think here. If this wasn't the first year that this has ever been done, and let's say we're five years into the in-season tournament, this is all new to everybody. Em said this early on. She's like, look, look at the... All the attention that's going towards the courts, all the attention that's going to the jerseys, all the attention that's going into what the hell am I? What is this? There's groups. There's this. There's that. Well, it's the first year that they've ever done it. In five years from now, is it growing or is it just, okay, hey, this is just, yeah, has it worn off? And, And I'll play it another way too. The semifinals included some of the best players in the league. And I know that's not going to be the finals, but walking into this thing, Giannis, Dame, LeBron, and AD of the general consensus of, oh yeah, of course I know who those players are, whether you're a casual fan or or you're a, a, a hardcore NBA fan. Is this something that in five years that we're still not talking about it like this, but are we saying, yeah, this in-season tournament is still awesome or did kind of the stars align in its first year? Do the players still care? That's your answer. Let, but, and let me ask you this question. Do they still are they are the players that weren't a part of this semifinal? Do they care more now today than they did a couple days ago? And I would make the argument that I'm sure there's. Let me. Throw I heard Sedano say that you know I, maybe he was working this game or something that he would happen to know this, but apparently the Timberwolves players were mad that they weren't in it. Like uh, Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report uh, had a piece yesterday that apparently after the Bucks loss, Bobby Portis saw that. Tore into the team. Saw that. Tore into Adrian Griffin. Like, tore into everybody, including himself. Their effort, their this. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Zion was apologizing after yesterday's game, yep. saying that he took it too lackadaisically. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't tell you how players are going to feel about that, this. Those in, are great signs. Yeah. Right? I can't those tell are great you signs. for sure how they're going to feel in five years. I have no reason to believe that after this year, they're going to be like, oh, well, that, that was a fun moment in time and now we're over it or or maybe the argument becomes because this has got so much attention because there's so many eyes on it because it's this exclusive you play on days nobody else plays you're in las vegas for x amount of whatever it is and i by the way i wouldn't be surprised if maybe this changes as it goes along maybe it is rotated to different cities if vegas ends up with a team or i I don't know how they're going to do it but i think it is the start of something 
and what it looks like from five years will not be the same. But I think there's also players. I love the example of the Timberwolves pissed that they weren't getting in. But I wonder if there's a, a Tatum and a Brown, Jalen Brown, say, and Embiid saying, I didn't know it was going to be like that. I want to be a part of that. Like, I, I wonder if there are also some other star players that are saying to themselves, that'd be pretty cool to be a, a part of something like that. Yeah, I, I've gotten no indication that the players at large don't care. And as long as the players are bought in and they keep ratcheting up the intensity during this tournament, by extension, fans Naturally, are going to care more. Yeah, because yeah. why wouldn't you? Because the basketball it's, it's, becomes more compelling. It's the reason why we don't care about the All-Star games, because they don't care. Right. Right? Yes. So that there's, there's, Perfect example. If uh, they cared, we would care. Have you ever been to the Pro Bowl? Because I have. I've not been to the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is un watchable the biggest joke and like if you That's think, why they don't play the game anymore they just play like challenges well no the minute the pro bowl got better is when they made it flag football because once it's flag football you don't have to worry about getting hurt other than maybe like pulling a muscle so these guys can start getting competitive again but like the all-star game most all-star games i don't think for a lot of reasons i think they've lost cachet but if the players don't care it's You're not trickle going down. to care. Of course, there's there's literally no reason. As long as they keep caring, mm -hmm. I can't think of a reason why this won't matter. Okay, the basketball part of it, um, real close one yesterday. Lakers barely pulled it out by 44. <laughs> um, Lakers handled the Pelicans. There's a lot of uh, angles, I think, to take on this. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Lakers are getting healthy and their defense getting a lot better. LeBron continuing to do things every single night. That's unbelievable. Great signs around Lakers basketball. So we'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show on 710 ESPN. Did you know Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America? Um, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You'll pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So I do this every day. I make my picks on prize picks. A couple NBA games that I think is interesting. Some players that I think we're interested in. Joel Embiid, more than or less than 32 and a half points against the Atlanta Hawks tonight. I'm going to go more than. Julius Randle, former Laker, now represents the Knicks, taking on the Boston Celtics. More than or less than 21 and a half points. I'm going to go less than. I like Boston's defense, so I'm going to go less than. It takes about 60 seconds to submit your picks. You get your entry in, you submit your picks, and this is the best part of what Price Picks is doing with 710 ESPN. They got a great incentive if you use Price Picks. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. And use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, AK in the house. Uh, Travis Rogers, hopefully good to go. Back on Sunday. Rams in Baltimore. Uh, and Lakers got an in-season tournament championship game coming up in Vegas uh, tomorrow. I know we just talked a little bit about the atmosphere and everything else, AK. What do you think of the game? I, I, I think it's so easy to, to see a blowout like that and... I don't know, maybe not find details that you could truly appreciate. It's a blowout. I mean, even the broadcasters, by the time you're in the fourth quarter, you're like, oh, okay, so should we cut into uh, something else on TNT? Um, I mean, Doc Rivers was name-dropping celebrities that he's hung out with. <laughs> like, we, got, we got an idea of how he got his Doc part. He was talking about Julia Serving. You know what? I will say that was actually that kind was of cool. a cute, fun story. Yeah, Candace Parker loved it. Um what what are some of your takeaways from a complete ass kicking last night? Lakers hand it to the Pelicans. This is the second straight game we've seen the Lakers at what will be full strength for the foreseeable future because Gabe Vincent's return is quite TBD. Mm-hmm. When you see this group with all of the wings that they have now, you know the Lakers the last few years have been a team that has been really really lacking in that specific type of wing length. And like those type of wing players. Yeah, they had 38 guards last year when they started the season. Yeah, it was all like guards or bigs and mm-hmm. no middle player. And, you know, the type of player that, frankly, is most coveted around the league, like yeah. those rangy, switchable wings. When you see this group now with Cam Reddish, with Jared Vanderbilt, Rui. with Rui, with Max Christie, Torian Prince. Torian Prince. Mm-hmm. Darvin talked about after the game how like the presence of those guys and how disruptive they can be and how many you know how many different ways you can use them how many matchups you can use them it brings out the best defensive version of AD it allows him to truly just be the guy who can do everything it brings out the best version of LeBron defensively because he can now pick his spots in ways that don't compromise the defense as much he can pace himself in ways that LeBron has to turning you know, almost he's almost thirty nine. He's going to be season twenty one. Like you have to expect him to pace himself to some degree, but there are payoffs. You know, there there are trade offs to that. You know, even guys like D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves, the, the weakest links of the defense, they can be the best version of themselves. We've seen now three games in a row where the Lakers have just been smothering, and disruptive yep. defensively. Mm-hmm. The offense is still a work in progress, but mm-hmm. this type of defense also helps them offensively because they're best in transition. When they're disruptive, they get more opportunities to run. 
last three games. I, by the way, it's not a coincidence. It really, really is not a coincidence. Let me go the last four games. Remember the final game they played against the Thunder on the four-game trip? Yeah. No Cam Reddish. No Rui. No Vando. No uh, Jackson Hayes. No uh, Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. Five guys that are out. And and I, I'm not telling you that teams don't run into situations, but they reached, they were 25% done with the season after the Lakers and the Thunder played that game. And it seemed like, okay, but I think everybody's coming back soon. Like there, there were some indications that they were holding guys out just a little bit longer, but most of the guys were going to come back. Some guys didn't even make the, the road trip or whatever the case was. The Lakers against the Rockets, you got a few of the guys back. Vando came back. Cam came back, Hayes came back. So you basically had Rui out and you had um, and Gabe Vincent. They gave up in that game against the Rockets. In today's NBA, if you give up 97 points in a game, it's a good chance you're not losing. Phoenix Suns. The Suns have two guys. If, if, if Booker and KD both went off for 35, we wouldn't blink twice. It's, mm. it's Booker and KD. Total for the Phoenix Suns, they, they had 103 points against the Lakers. Yesterday against the Pelicans, Pelicans had 30 in the first quarter. They had 59 the rest of the way. And Lakers, by the way, had 133. I don't think it's a coincidence. And I I do think that the original plan that the Lakers were trying to sell everybody, I don't think they were trying to sell them, but this is is why our offseason looks like this. We want guys, like you said, our wings can guard multiple defenders. We can go 10-11 deep. If you're not going to go get a third star, the idea was, no, no, don't spend $45 million on one player. Spread that amongst three different players, and then you could also go get all these role players on top of that. Aren't these last three games what the Lakers' vision was initially? And is it not just coming to fruition that, Wait a minute. They can play 10-11 guys. They got defensive players. They got guys that have specific roles. And then hopefully Reeves can shine with what he does best. LeBron and AD could do what they need to do, but everybody has a little bit of a role. Well, the other thing too is when when they in that OKC game, this was really really obvious. When the Lakers were without Reddish, when they were out Vando, they were out Rui, they were out Jackson Hayes, those those four guys in particular. The Lakers looked so much less athletic compared to the Thunder. Like, they looked – I know they're an older team, period, because most teams around the league are older than the Thunder. But OKC but is just the, – The Lakers looked like geezers out there mm-hmm. com- compared to OKC. I mean, they, they looked like, like a 50-year-old men's rec team compared to the Thunder. All of a sudden, you get these guys back, the Lakers are just way more athletic. They're more dynamic. Like, I don't think – We've now seen two games in a row where Jackson Hayes is the only big off the bench. Christian Wood is out of the rotation, yeah, and that does not seem to be like a fluke moving forward. It seems to be that's going to be the rotation. I think a big reason for that is between Hayes and Wood, Hayes is the way more athletic player. Yeah, He's more dynamic. Like We've seen Darvin's actually had him sometimes guarding out on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Like He's not just in drop coverage, but I think Hayes fits more in that just basic grouping and identity of players who are just super athletic they can get out and run they can just make more things happen through athleticism and disruption i felt like 11 and 9 through the first quarter of the season we i'm not trying to give them excuses but there was some real there let's there's more context here they've missed some guys in the lineup if they are now in a position where 
they can have these players available for a 30-day stretch, I think then we're going to know really what the Lakers are. By the way, in the month of December, you got two games at Minnesota. You got another game at OKC. You have Boston and New York that are home. You have already kind of had some tests already by playing the Suns, playing New Orleans, wherever you want to put them. They got another game at New Orleans, I think, on, on New Year's Eve. We're going to have a much better idea of what this Lakers team is, but all signs, at least early, early on, point to, okay, they got a chance to, to to fulfill what they had in mind as far as what the roster looks like. LeBron is clearly juiced up by this tournament setting. Like I, I've been saying now for like a month that I think he wants to win this thing because he wants to be identified as the first winner, I'm guessing the MVP of this tournament, Yeah. just in case the cachet in NBA culture takes off with this tournament. But also, too, with the way this team is set up right now, it makes it easier for LeBron to go ballistic in a quarter like he did in the second yesterday yep. that really blew the game straight open. straight or something like that. It makes it easier for him to do that because so much other stuff is covered. Hmm. And it makes it just makes it easier for everybody to slot into the best lane for them to play. Like everybody, like early in the season... It wasn't excuse-making when you were saying that, you know, the Lakers don't look impressive, but they don't have their whole roster. Like, obviously, you have to work through it, and I think the Lakers actually did a very good job working through that period where they were missing guys. Like, they never fell below 500. They they were fine. Mm -hmm. They didn't. They didn't lose anything during that process. They didn't start the season out through the first 20 games where you're six and whatever. Right. Right. Like they, they didn't dig themselves a hole. Exactly. Yeah. Like they are not in a place where, like last year, they have to expend so much energy just to be in the mix, just, just to get to 500. Yeah. Forget even the mix. They had to try to get to 500. It's easier now for LeBron to pick these moments where he says, I'm just killing everything out there mm-hmm. on the court. Like, I am just going to take this thing over because I got all the support behind me. Let's take a quick phone call here. Larry in L.A. Larry, appreciate you calling into the uh, Travis and Sleeve Show. What's going on? Thank you, guys. When this tournament first started, I well, first was announced even, I had no clue because I'm not a soccer fan. I know they do this in soccer. I had no clue how it worked, what it was going to turn into. Fast forward to last night. When I got off work and saw ESPN with the TNT guys, I knew this is big-time stuff for the Lakers. If the Lakers win this tomorrow, us Laker fans get to throw this and all of the Laker haters we go to church with, school with, work with. My pastor is the biggest OKC fan slash Laker hater, and I'm going to respectfully throw this in his face if the Lakers win this tomorrow. Larry, I've explained to my family because mm-hmm. they rely on me for sports info that this is basically a second championship, <laughs> a second type of championship now, and this is going to be awesome. Larry, appreciate appreciate you calling in. I give you just if they win the in season tournament, um, I don't know how you're going to view it. I'm going to view it as, hey, that was pretty cool. It was cool happened in the tournament, and that's pretty much the only way I'm going to look at it. Michael and I were talking about it in the pregame show. Where are they going to put it? Where are they going to display it? Travis and I actually mentioned it as well. Well, you're not obviously – Jeannie's not going to line up all the trophies in her office and put an in-season tournament next to it. Um, okay. Maybe I don't value it as much, but that's okay. This is still right. a we, work we can talk. We can talk about this maybe after the break or later yeah. in the show or whatever. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say this. 
I think everybody has this backwards. Okay. I'm just going to say that right now. Mm -hmm. I think everybody is missing something really obvious in this whole, the Lakers wouldn't hang a banner, they're not going to display the trophy. I think everybody is missing a really large point. Okay, let's do this. We could talk about that at 11. I still got a couple more things I want to hit on with LeBron. Um, Otani, that decision could come down at any moment. So we're going to do that at 11 a.m., but of course, coming up next... It's Ask AK. So if you got questions, by the way, we already got some great ones, but if you want to get in on the phones as well, 877-710-ESPN, Travis and Sliwa Show, Andy Kamenitsky in for Trav. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, uh, Ask AK on this Friday. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. If you want to call in, 877-710-ESPN. Andy in for Travis. Travis uh, smoked a lot of cigarettes, I think, in the last couple of days, and this is the situation. I'll start things off here. Optimus Prime Rib says, does AK subscribe to Travis marriage advice of do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? I would say this, if you want to be happy, you really need to stop concerning yourself about being right. Mm -hmm. Because being right, like the, you have to pick your spots. Sometimes you need to be right because you really are on the right side of the argument and the right side of the argument actually matters. Okay. But you got to pick. Are you very selective on You got to pick your spots. You got to know when to just cut bait Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. Mm -hmm. What is going to move this thing forward. Got to move the ball forward. Exactly. Right. And sometimes that just means on a fourth cutting and two, bait. You run the ball. You don't throw the ball. You Emily's got this ball. look on her face right now, like I will never cut bait. <laughs> <laughs> I will never cut bait. I, no, I, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm single. Uh, yeah, I, I like to. I like to not only beat the other person. I like to make them think about why they even started the argument in the first place. Ah, there you go. We had, uh, like, Ben. Again, ben that is great marriage like advice. Exactly. That's why I'm single. <laughs> okay, who uh, who wants to go? Wants to go? I'll, Emily, go. I'll go. So, um, this is funny because it kind of got brought up at my dinner last night, but uh, when meeting another Andy, do you automatically feel bond with them, or is there an instant competition, and you want to prove to everyone present mm, that you are the quote-unquote better Andy's because I was talking about Survivor there's was one contestant that I really like her name's also Emily and I was like I love this person she's the best player in the, in the season and they're like oh it's because her name's Emily so do you feel an automatic kinship or do you want to one up feel them? about that okay first of all what's funny is I, I was actually thinking about this 
I don't even remember how many Andes I've actually met. Mm-hmm. I've met more Andrews mm-hmm. than Andes. Any Drews? Um, actually, I got a good buddy, uh, Drew, who sent me a really nice text during the show that he's enjoying it. So shout out to Drew. Um, I'm trying to think, like, the Andes that I know, like, you can't possibly go for the jugular with Andy Bernstein. A, because he's one of the nicest people on the planet. B, legend. Andy's also far more talented than I am. What, 45 (laughs) years of being the NBA photographer? Mm -hmm. This is not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. If there's ever been an NBA photo that you love, there is at least like an 85% chance that was Andy's photo. Yes. So it's very difficult for me to try to go for the throat of Andy Bernstein just because he's too nice and also... Who am I to be doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when I've seen Andy Garcia at Laker games, I've never felt the urge like to get up in his face with a finger pointed. Yeah, I, I would think you would do that. I think that would be your lead. <laughs> I have a follow-up question. Change your name, brother. Sure. Did you have a point in your life where you decided whether you are going to be an Andrew, an Andy, or a Drew? Apparently when I was little, my parents wanted to call me Andrew, and I kept insisting on Andy. Really? Then there was a brief period in college where some friends kept calling me Drew. Uh-huh. But like the office. <laughs> but it never stuck for whatever reason. Like it was just like these two or three people who kept calling me it, but it just yeah. didn't stick. Then there was a period after college where I was trying on Andrew, like particularly when I was pursuing acting, and for whatever reason I thought Andrew yep. sounded better on a headshot than Andy. But that never really stuck either. Yeah, like it, I, just, I, it just never fit for whatever reason. I was pushing for Giannis when I was a kid, but we went with <laughs> Alan. We went with Alan instead. Jorge, what do you got there? All right, man, funny story. As a camera guy, I used to work TV, so it was four camera guys named Jorge. So every time the director would say, hey, Jorge, zoom in, all four of us would zoom in. And he's like, wait, no, 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 not all of you. That's hilarious. Yeah, so it's like, you know, then we became camera one, camera two, camera three, as you were supposed to, but this director wanted to go by name. And That's funny. It was just funny. All right, I got this one from- uh... Everybody zooms in. <laughs> Cap... We got to do it all over again. Cap from Weeder wants to know, you can only bring one back. Blockbuster, Radio Shack, Sears, or Toys R Us? Oh, Blockbuster. Easy, simple. I miss video stores. Video stores were fantastic. Isn't there one? Is the, that what it is? Vidiots still Vidiots is still great Eagle in Eagle Rock. Rock. Yeah. It's fantastic. But like, you know, Vidiots was all, always a great night with you know, like your significant other, whoever yeah. you're dating. You mm-hmm. walk through the aisles. You look for something. You learn a little bit about that person. It means the weekend too, because like I used to go every Friday oh, yeah. with my family, yeah. and you pick out whatever one you want for the weekend. Plus, buy some, buy some candy. They got it all perfectly <laughs> ready to go dude. as you go. Yep. Plus two. Like physical <laughs> physical media with movies is disappearing. Yeah. Like yeah. in the a- in the age of streaming and everything being digitized, there's a lot of stuff that isn't getting transferred over. And eventually, like there are movies that are or going to disappear. Like if you yeah. if there's ever a movie that you love okay. and you see it like, you know, whether on eBay or Amazon or some random store or whatever. Get it? Get it. Hmm. Yeah. Get it. Because you don't know if that thing's going to disappear, even popular movies. But if it was, especially something that was not a hit, yeah. buy it. Because, like, for example, they did this for Westworld. So Westworld has one of the best single seasons in TV history. The very first season of Westworld, amazing. 
Max wiped it off the platform, and you have to buy it on Amazon if you want to see it, but it, they have the ability to wipe things off. Oppenheimer also, Christopher Nolan offered this Blu-ray extended edition, um, and it sold out on Amazon in a day. Because people wow. want to have these physical, and also we miss the menu screen. You yep. know, uh, Superbad has like um, um, Michael, uh, Michael, Sarah like dancing across it. There's, there's things that you miss. That's when cool. You don't have a DVD. That's a good, uh, yes, good blockbuster. You know what I miss too? Like uh, you used to have that one cassette rewinder. Like it was a, for us, it was a car. So you mm-hmm. put the you put the VHS in there, you drop it, and yep. it would rewind Rewinds it for you because they want they would want you to rewind the tape. Be kind, rewind. Return. Yeah, exactly. Be kind, rewind. Uh, okay, Chrissy in the Travis and Sliwa community. <clears throat> Follow me on this one. I think it's kind of funny because I definitely have this with my girl. When you open a container that has a lid and a plastic foil seal, mm-hmm. right? Plastic foil. Sure. Um, like hummus, cream cheese container. Do you leave the foil slash plastic on even though you used it? No. Rip that thing off 100%. I yeah. find it aggravating. Like, I don't even like little corners of it left over. I find it aggravating for scooping the stuff yeah. out of the container. <laughs> it sometimes gets caught on the plastic. Yep. Get that plastic, get that foil out of there. Trader Joe's is the worst about that. I, I don't know why, but I'm just telling you this, that if we ever had to live together for a week or so, we would get along very well. <laughs> because I'm with you. She leaves the she leaves it on, and she, you know, she'll like... Let's use hummus as a perfect example. She'll open halfway. it about halfway, yep. right? And then she leaves it on and then she closes it. And then when I get in there, now if I have a chip or a crack or something, I'm trying to dip something to the hum. Now I'm hitting the plastic. Now I just broke my I'm like, why is it on there? I'm with you. Get that thing off there. What do we need it for? Okay, I say this with love and respect because I've met Lady Slee a few times and yeah. she seems lovely. Mm-hmm. You're you're out kicking your coverage, frankly. I agree. I what agree. the F's her problem? Like really. <laughs> The F is her problem. Do you keep it on? Does it, Emily, do you keep it on or do you guys take it off? Uh, I keep it on. Huh? You keep it on. The F's you? your problem. I think it depends on my mood. Uh, yeah, it depends on my mood. What's okay, your problem? Is, is, the idea, is the idea, oh, well, it's going to be fresh or this. I think once it's open, that's it. Like There's nothing once else Once it's open, the oxygen's in there. You it's can't, out. It's done. It's proverbial. You cannot put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's done. Is Sorry, there anything guys. worse such a than funny that? question. Like that, Chrissy, it's such a good job. That is a good question. question. Is there anything worse, though, than one that you can't like easily get off or you like you, you try to rip it and then rip the it. tab? Those are Trader to... Joe's. Yes. How about, you, how about you have to cut around yes. the end because yes. there's no way of opening this thing? I, yes. I am a Trader Joe's stan. I love mm-hmm. Trader Joe's. But they're they are so bad the, the resealable quality of things about the packaging yeah. and it is so annoying oh, that it almost makes me want to go get something else from someone else. There goes our trade. They need longer part. tabs to peel it off. Yes, or resealable freezer items. Like other things have learned this, you can reseal your frozen, you need that. your 100%. fried rice. Yeah, 100%. Instead you're rolling it and it mm-hmm. does nothing and you it do just have ends to up roll. in the freezer. You got to roll your trader. You guys Joe's. got one more? No, go ahead. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um all right, so AK, we, we we haven't really got a chance to do this yet, and I think this is. Um, and I got, by the way, there's a ton of follow up ones. I'm just going to sprinkle in on on some of these Ask AKs. Um, Shohei Otani has been the conversation. We've been talking about Otani as a free agent for about two years, mm-hmm. literally. That hey, are they going to trade him? Are they not? Are they going to get anything back? Trade if deadline, not longer. Trade trade deadline coming up. All that stuff. Today could be the day. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but there are some signs that point to today that Otani would make a decision. And I thought this entire time that the only surprise for me is if Otani does not pick the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. The Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN.